You're hit. You're bleeding, man. I ain't got time to bleed. Welcome to the very first episode of No Time to Bleed, the special episode that will be once a month for the Nerdpocalypse. I'm here with Micah. Hey. Jack. What's up? And special guest this week, Brad. Yo. All right. So this is our idea for talking about the most ridiculous action movies uh, (laughs) that we all know and love from back in the day. Um... Of course, No Time to Bleed is from uh, Predator, but we will not be doing Predator for our uh, first episode. We will be doing what I think is the <laughs> sequel, the, 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 <laughs> the weird off-put sequel to Predator. I think it was it was a pre. It must have been a prequel because Predator came later. I think was it okay? Yeah. Uh, this this movie actually won an award. For what? what? For greatest for movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> the, the yearly Brad Awards that, com- that the movie gets every year. Uh, so, of course, the movie, uh, as we said uh, previously, is Commando. The uh, what, what year did this fucking... 85. 85. <laughs> Brad, Brad is, like, all ready to go. Arnold was wearing a red shirt That's when right. he auditioned for this movie. He's not even looking at IMDb. No, it really was. I don't have IMDb. <laughs> so we're doing Commando. Uh, and for those of you who have never listened to our other show, Black on Black Cinema, this will be uh, a sim- similar format, which is... We'll give a quick rating and a quick like one sentence uh, thought on the movie, and then we'll just sort of chronologically go through the movie with clips and just talk about, in this case, the absurdity and the <laughs> hilariousness uh, of this movie. So, um, so Micah, you want to start your uh, out of five rating for uh, Commando? This movie's amazing. <laughs> um, it, it, I was watching it today, and I'm just like, God damn! Me like, too. This is like this is just this is me. just so much fun. Um, this movie is the movie that people refer to when they say someone's going commando. Like and this is and this is this movie is just great. Five out of five. It's absolutely the best. All right. Um man, I <laughs> I really do want to give it a five out of five because I know you're all looking at me expectantly, but having just watched it again, uh, the first third kind of drags a little bit. You know, and the second, third, I mean, they've all got such good lines, but it's really, it just takes to the la- to the crescendo, <laughs> yeah. to like the last third. So um, I, I feel like uh, Arnold's going to go places after this movie. He's <laughs> <laughs> got, got a chance to film some other things. Um, I'm going to go with a four out of five. All right. Um, we'll save Brad for last. <laughs> Uh, I imagine it'll be something like an eight out of five. Um, but that's, that's I, conservative. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, for me, I I I gotta go. I gotta go five out of five. This movie is one of the most ridiculous movies I've ever seen. I mean, it is. You know, uh, shout out to uh, the guys over at um, uh, uh, the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because they started coming up with the Impossible White Man movie rating. This is I think this movie gets a perfect score. Like Commando, Commando has everything. Um, I love it. I wa- This is the second time I've watched it in all of about two months. And you know what? I enjoyed the shit out of it. In as I'm clipping out parts, I'm laughing. I actually had to cut myself out of some of the audio clips because I'm <laughs> laughing at the end of it. Like it's just hilarious. So and it's it's badass in ways that shouldn't be. So yeah, five out of five. 
Brad? So there are movies. I, I have a list of movies that when I'm channel surfing, if they're on, that my remote stops. And it doesn't matter what point in the movie they're in, I stop at it. It's Shawshank's on that list. Um, Few Good Men's on that list. There's, there's a lot of different movies. Commando created the list. Does it? God it could be damn. the beginning of the movie, the end of the movie, middle movie. It doesn't matter. Twenty out of five. <laughs> wow, going going full out on the very yeah. first episode. Hey, it's got everything. It's got it's got an amazing villain. Um, it's got the most ridiculous one-liners in any movie in in action movie history. So yeah. much absurd action. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I don't know what those things are called that. Like I guess like some sort of spring platform, but yeah. they <laughs> have the been used like half gainer at the end. Yeah, I I have to assume that those are used more in this movie <laughs> than any movie ever. So um, yeah, so obviously we all enjoyed the movie. So let's get right into it, uh, Mikey. You want to handle uh, sort of taking us through the movie? So the movie opens up on a garbage truck, <laughs> of all things. Like okay, and um, all of a sudden. Uh, the blackest man in America hops off of that garbage truck. That man has been in all kinds of he shit. He sure has. Yes. Yeah. I forget his name. Bill Duke. Bill Duke. Bill Duke. Yeah. I knew yeah. one of y'all would know. Yeah, he's been in everything. Which, which mm-hmm. for names, I mean, Bill Duke. Fucking 10 yeah. out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Duke. <laughs> Absolutely. God damn. So, so they, they cut to this family. This guy's wondering why the hell the trash man's here today. So he goes out and he's like, hey, guys, you almost forgot me. Oh, we didn't forget you. And then Bill Duke pr- proceeds to kill this guy with an Uzi. In- incidentally, would any one of you guys like, oh, shit, the garbage truck's coming and just like run out to take the trash out? Really? No. Like, <laughs> like, like, my, I, like my, my ass would be in bed. I'd be like, yeah, I missed it. <laughs> Yeah, all right. <laughs> see? It'll be back La- see, sometimes sometimes laziness saves you from getting it shot will. by two Uzis <laughs> on a fucking Saturday morning. Which is how you know it's like an 80s movie, because those are the dumbest, most worthless right. weapons they're, they're of all Uzis. time. They're Uzis. It's horrible. Is that like the clob from Goldeneye? That's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants that gun. Um, yeah, so, like, come on, man. <laughs> like, like, right there, right there, it started out ridiculous. So... Okay, fine. And you, find, and you find out that uh, okay, smash cut to uh, Bill Duke in a in a car dealership testing out a car, <laughs> and some guys like, oh hey brother, you're gonna like this. Is that, oh, wait, hold on, <laughs> it was a Cadillac because stereotypes in the '80s, <laughs> solid all the way through. You don't want that leather. That vinyl's where right. it's at. Vinyl, man, that's what you want. <laughs> leather is hot. You don't want that. Look how dark you are already. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bill Duke. So, so Bill Duke is so so Bill Duke proceeds to run this guy over with said Cadillac. Just drives right out of the and right out of the dealership. dealership. But he was only like five feet away from the dude when he accelerated. Like, how did this kill that guy? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, gotta, the sheer power of a Cadillac. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of logic problems in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. If you start telling it, pulling at that thread, Brad, the whole thing <laughs> so, so then we cut again to Bill Duke on some sort of pier. And uh, you know what? I'm sorry. Have we gotten through? We've already passed through the credits, correct? Oh, no. no we haven't no, gotten no, no, through no, the no, credits. Okay, okay, okay. That okay. comes yeah. later. Three first people, 90 seconds. Three people die in the first 90 seconds of this movie. <laughs> okay, fair enough. And the third unfortunate soul is just on a boat. And Bill Duke pulls out the biggest RC <laughs> controller that I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. Uh, antenna and all, like eight-foot antenna, and hits a button and blows that guy up. So you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this this dude is like the candy man, just killing white people. 
Here's an important point. The guy he blows up is supposed to be the bad guy later on, right? Oh, yes. Bennett. Bennett, Bennett yeah. right. Played by and Vernon. So uh, Vernon Wells, Wells, not to be confused with the New York Yankees outfielder, Vernon Wells. <laughs> you don't have Who IMDb? else the only person at the table that anyone who knows who uh, is. Hold so on. Play. Do you not have IMDb open still? I still don't. <laughs> I'm not, I don't need it for this entire episode. Amazing. <laughs> well, those guys that he killed, those were the guys that were part of his unit, right? And yeah. so the whole thing was supposed to be like, they're wiping out his unit, right? So then Bill Duke blows up the boat that Bennett's on. But whose benefit is that for? Uh, they tell you later. They explain it. All right, but, all right, kind but, of. but here, here, here's a question: If Bill Duke is out to kill each and every one of the of Arnold Schwarzenegger's former unit in the garbage truck, why does he go past the house? <laughs> what, does he know that that guy is going to come running out and say, "Wait, take my trash, take my trash"? <laughs> no shit, right? Like, what the fuck, man? So, all right, but whatever. Logic maybe, maybe that dude was in charge of the mess hall when he was in the military. So, uh, so, right. so, so he was so fastidious. He <laughs> so then we cut to uh, our hero, Chop, uh, chopping wood, John well, Matrix. Well, before we get to him chopping wood, the opening sequence of him carrying an entire tree. Oh yeah, that's right. That's the first. Th- this is the first uh, trademark Arnold Schwarzenegger gratuitous bicep shot. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. Close up of Arnold's body. <laughs> like various parts of Arnold's, but like just big veiny Jacked. biceps. You would uh, you <laughs> would you would see this again uh, when him and Carl Weathers high five at the beginning of Predator, yeah. and then zoom in yeah. on both their arms. Yeah. The, the greatest, <laughs> the greatest handshake of all time. It's the manliest handshake. <laughs> Interesting point, though. This is um, looking back on it now. He's not that big compared to like the Rock that we've seen in some movies and like some right. of the other. He was big for the eighties. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when 80s. I was a kid, I remember looking back on like, like, holy fuck, that is the biggest man in the world. Yeah. Now I look at that, and I'm like, he eh. was still carrying a tree. <laughs> it yeah. is it, with one arm. I guess I got to give you that, <laughs> dude. Like I, I remember the first time I went back and watched this a couple months ago. I was like, "What the fuck? He's carrying a tree!" Like, <laughs> no big deal, guys. I got it. Like, I don't even believe it's fake. Like, all right, it's probably real. Sure, why not? Like, because at that point, that's the least offensive thing in the movie. Like, come on, they already killed the dude with Uzis. Um, so, so, the, so go for it. They're establishing. Um, they're establishing that he is this like this uh, rural guy, and he lives with his daughter. And there's a, a montage of scenes of him and his daughter bonding, which I just found it's like hilarious. the most hilarious, like Geico commercial. <laughs> fucking just, I, smears ice cream on him, and they giggle. Yeah, yeah, they're so happy. Deer, <laughs> right? Just random deer in the woods, and they're smiling. It's just like, what the fuck is now, going on? Am I the only smash one? cut an hour later? Him like stabbing soldiers in the <laughs> stomach <laughs> from behind, and, no, he, and he also has that crazy like Arnold Schwarzenegger laughing face that. Are you laughing or are you going to eat me? Like, what's going on? Now, I, I found these scenes very weird. Uh, knowing knowing that Arnold Schwarzenegger is the incredible like misogynist that he is, and knowing that Alyssa Milano grows up to be like this super fine woman. Right. Like the scenes of him just like playing with his daughter, like in the pool and frolicking. Yeah, and I agree. Like, I agree. Looking <laughs> back on it now. Yeah, yeah. man. Like it's uh, just creepy. Like that just really bothered me. Yeah. Um, God damn it. So, <laughs> so the military comes and uh, they they find uh, they find uh, uh, John Matrix. I was about to call him John Kimball. Find- <laughs> He's a cop, you idiots. <laughs> So the military comes, and I think we have uh, a clip of what's said. John, we've got a problem. 
someone's killing your men. You gave them new identities. There must have been a leak. Lawson, Forrestal, Bennett, they've all been hit. Who is doing it? You've made enemies all over the world, John. It could have been the Syrians, the South Americans, the Russians, or a terrorist group. They're going to find you. You are going to make a normal life here. You will, I promise. I'm going into the city to coordinate with the federal people. We'll nail those bastards before they get close to you. In the meantime, Jackson and Harris will stay here with you. Are they any good? Real good, but not as good as you were. And now they were fucking terrible. Otherwise <laughs> <laughs> known as the red shirts. Right. <laughs> those guys are the worst protection ever. Can I also add that he's there? They have to. Um, pay rights to wear real military uniforms. So, oh, is that right? So this dude is wearing the worst amalgamation of, like, military <laughs> It uniform. really is. He's got, yeah. like, a, like, like, a plastic hip holster from Walmart on and, like, some kind of, like, Navy sweater and Army pants. I don't know what's going on there, but it's ridiculous. <laughs> he would, look, that guy was in all of the forces. He was, a, he was elite. He was elite. Can I also add, while I was watching this, I noticed that up to this point, like, the whole movie for the first, like, Four and a half minutes is nothing but medium shots. Just medium shot after medium shot. After what do you mean? What do you shot. mean? It's like pockets to headroom of people, like shoulders and head, and like <laughs> you'll see like one or two long shots, and like again with like the garbage truck and whatever. But it's all just like the it's same shot, fucking like a shot. fucking TV show. It's exactly yeah. it. It's <laughs> exactly well, that opening it. credits was like day by day. It was like, it was like Family Matters <laughs> back in the day. Oh, speak, speaking of the opening was. credits, um, so this movie was written by Stephen D'Souza. <laughs> Still, no IMDb. And uh, and uh, Micah, what else did Steven D'Souza direct? Oh my God. Do you happen to know offhand? I do not. It's know. a personal favorite of yours and mine, and it might explain why this movie is so ridiculous. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so Steven D'Souza directed Street Fighter. Oh, God. Oh. The fucking 1994 fucking Street Fighter. That's that awesome. so very much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yes, awesome. awesome. Explains Street Fighter more than explains Commando. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, how the fuck did they fuck up Street Fighter after this <laughs> fucking 10 out of 10 movie? Um, yeah, so, okay. So he gets his mission, and he's like, all right, I'm going to leave these two dudes with you. It takes them about three <laughs> seconds to get killed. <laughs> and he smells him. Yeah, that's right. He's uh, downwind. He's like, yeah. you, you could smell it. He's like, smell him? No, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> he's like, yeah. make sure you stand downwind. He's like, what? What? What you think I'm a smell? Like, I did. <laughs> I really? smelled a sniper rifle shot from 100 yards away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Wolverine? Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah. Yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> Once again, he has impossible <laughs> powers, and he is not a superhero. He is a superhero yeah, in this movie. Damn. He clearly is. So John gets to um, a secret arsenal that he has in his log cabin, and while of course, while of course. while Jenny, his daughter, played by Alyssa Milano, is hides under the bed because there's the safest place to hide. Right. Uh, Not the well, fucking arsenal of guns. Well, <laughs> you know what, Dad? Right, like, run. <laughs> I, I mean, have we not seen this done before? I mean, prepare yourself to be taken. <laughs> I mean, it's the same uh, You know what? Yeah, yeah it is. Wow, I didn't put that together. Yep. <laughs> so Jenny ends up kidnapped because hiding under the bed is, I'm, I'm sure uh, elite commandos will look under the bed if they're trying to find you. <laughs> And <laughs> look, man, Michael Myers is smart enough to look under the bed. Right, like, come on, man, fucking, fucking Jason will flip a bed <laughs> over. Right. He's on. a zombie. Get up in those air ducts or something. <laughs> right. like, come on. <coughs> so, um, once Jenny's kidnapped, uh, some dude, some random ass dude, decides that he's gonna try and blackmail John. 
Where is she? Bellow out, man. We can't talk business with you waving guns in people's faces. Your daughter's safe, Colonel. Whether she stays that way is up to you. My people got some business with you. And if you want your kid back, then you gotta cooperate. Right? Wrong. One of the one of the greatest fucking moments. Because there's a couple of those moments in the movie. Like someone goes through a long explanation. He's like, no. <laughs> That's one word response. Bullet to the head. They were just happy you could get the line out. <laughs> yeah, like, they were like, nailed it. That's right. Let's move on. Let's move on. He was supposed to say a lot more than that. Like, it wasn't even a good read, but it was just like, you know what? That's the best we're going to get. That's right. Are your biceps showing? <laughs> All right. So, so John kills that guy, and he runs out to his car, and he realizes that the kidnappers have taken away the the battery or whatever. So, what does John Matrix do? He fucking takes the truck, pushes it up a fucking mountain, which I believe he really did. <laughs> <Yes>! that <too. laughs> Pushes it up a mountain, lets it slide down the hill, jumps in it. And it's fucking driving this thing and while it's careening down to try and get it. And, man- and manages to miss the convoy of cars twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Before flipping it. And this is the first where he would have died in real life moment. <laughs> yeah, that car like, flips and then explodes for no and good the, reason. Right, right. It does, <laughs> the, Grand Theft, away. It does the Grand Theft Auto thing where <laughs> a car is upside down and we can't get it to flip over. So it's right. going to fucking blow Boom. it up. But, but okay, that part. A lot of that scene is ridiculous. But I think the most ridiculous part of that scene is right after the car crashes, it explodes. He's like, it crashes. He's out, like, immediately. <laughs> he wasn't thrown from the Doesn't truck. Doesn't even shake his head. He's no, just he's just like, oh, I'm time to go. Let's fucking keep going. And he gets up, and then he kicks his shit out of, like, six dudes before taking down. And they down. still don't kill him. Right. So, so like, right. Yeah. He, gets, he gets surrounded by dudes with machine guns. Like I would have shot that guy. I'd be like, oh, was <laughs> my instructions to take him? Nah, I don't care. Well, and then, they, hit, and then they, they try to hit him with like the butt of the gun. Like, shoot him. Like, I don't care. Shoot him in the leg. Do something, hey, they, had, they had an important presidential coup to, oh <laughs> yeah, to work on. <laughs> oh, my God. So, time, time waits for no man. So, so the goons uh, uh, get uh, uh, John. They subdue John. And in comes Bennett, or as I like to refer to him as... Even gayer Freddie Mercury yes. with 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 <laughs> chainmail. Uh, excuse me, <laughs> knitted chainmail because that was not. It wasn't actual metal. It was knitted. I noticed that too. It was like the world's worst sweater. I was like, what the fuck? Can I add that this is the most unimposing villain in the world too? To stand next to Arnold Schwarzenegger, exactly. This man has no biceps at all. He just <laughs> right. looks like he's related to the Pillsbury Doughboy. It's right. like, what the fuck is going on? Exactly. That's what I was thinking. He's like, wait. Who am I supposed to be afraid of? Like, you have Arnold who can carry a fucking tree, and then Freddie Mercury with a knitted sweater on. Like, come on. Jesus Christ. Like, Freddie Mercury is like, man, get, get the fuck out of here. Stole dude. my mustache, dude. <laughs> so, actually, I have a clip of uh, uh, Bennett revealing himself to Matrix. Bennett, I thought you were dead. You thought wrong. Ever since you had me thrown out of your unit, I've waited to pay you back. Do you know what today is, Matrix? Payday. 
and I left the fucking music in there on purpose because it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. <laughs> dum, 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 dum. Like who who came up with this? Hans Zimmer. Well, like, you have on, well you fuck? you have that, and then you have like the like the main theme in the movie is like this odd like steel drum saxophone Ninja, shamisen weird Japanese thing. Weird happened. other weird things. So. <laughs> A couple months ago, like I was just randomly watching another 48 Hours. They used the same exact fucking score in really? another 48 Hours. Yes. That's hilarious. Yeah, they didn't even bother writing a new score for that movie. <laughs> like, yeah. People seem to like Commando. Let's just go with it. That's hilarious. Um, so, yeah, he, shoot, he, uses a, uh, he uses some sort of tranquilizer dart. Probably an elephant tranquilizer. <laughs> and he's instantly unconscious, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Because in 80s movies, they didn't have, they didn't have time. No time. Well, I got time to fall unconscious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that might be the overarching theme of these shows is no one has time for normal things. I don't have time to bleed. I don't have time to let the uh, let tranquilizer the go through my body. Like, I got time for that shit. Just pass out. Um, but yeah, so he wakes up and Bennett, th- dude, <laughs> this guy chews so much scenery in this movie. Oh, my God. But he wakes up and he's like, I was going to use a real gun. I wanted to use... Like, he's like so excited. Like, I'm going to kill you. Like, he gets really excited. Yeah, it's like, wow, dude, take it easy before you tear your chain mail. Like, just fucking calm down. All right. So, so when he wakes up, uh, the evil dictator, Arius, tells, Matrix, tells John Matrix that he has to kill the South American president. Um, if he kills the South American president, then he'll get his daughter back. So there's there's the there's the plot, and uh, they they proceed. Hold on, that dictator dude. Like, does anyone recognize him from other it's movies? It's Dan yeah. Hedaya. He's yeah. been in everything. everything, right? And he also has like the worst Cuban accent. Yes, like, I was history just gonna say like that. that is <laughs> not that is not his real accent. It's horrible. Right. No, Dan, Dan Hedaya is a dude from New York, I think, <laughs> as far as well, I Well, that makes more sense yeah. than fucking from Valverde or whatever. Like, so no. the, the fictional South American country that was invented for this movie. Why couldn't you just say, like, why couldn't you just say, like, Nicaragua? Like, no, let's just no. make up a country. No, why? Because Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to kill everyone in that country. <laughs> didn't want right. to make it seem bad. That's fair. That's fair. Apparently. So, oh, uh, hold on a second. Val Verde was used in multiple movies. Oh, really? Is this is this really? is this supposed to be the five 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 exchange of countries? I for guess so. Movies? It was used in Commando. It was used in a. It was used uh, apparently in Predator. Really? Yeah. The rescue mm-hmm. team is sent to Val Verde. Huh. So Matrix goes back to the same island. Holy I'm, shit! There's, there's something to this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was also used in Die Hard Two. And it was used in Supercarrier, which I don't know what that is, and Adventure, Die Hard too. and Adventure, huh. Adventure Inc. Die Hard Two, yeah. Huh. Mm. How about that? So, so our connection <laughs> to Predator actually may be more legitimate than you think. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, so they have. Uh, so he gets his mission. You know, you got to kill the South American president. You have to, and you have to take this 11 hour flight, and we'll have someone in South America pick you up. Um, so they go to the airport, and we get introduced to Black Guy and Sully, uh, who are <laughs> who are walking, uh, who are escorting John to the airport. I've got I've got a clip for this. Too. Important to note, uh, the, I'm sure I'm the only one who noticed this, but this is the same Black Guy who is in uh, uh, Return of the Dragon with really? Bruce Lee. Yep. Really? Yeah. Return is that with Bruce? That's uh, where he's uh, he's Norris? working at the yeah at Chuck Norris at the end and the Coliseum and all that. Yeah. There's a scene towards the end where like the mafia guys finally are like fuck this we're gonna kill this 
Chinese bastard. We're not going to keep attacking him with nunchucks. Like, <laughs> 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 he so seems to be doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the only black guy in Rome is uh, wearing, like, a tie-dyed <laughs> shirt and, like, these huge parachute pants. Or not uh, parachute pants, but... um. Uh, whatever they wore in the 70s. Those jeans. Like bell bottoms. Bell bottoms, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and like, Bruce Lee just kicks the shit out of him, but it's the same dude. Well, that guy seems to get another, the same fate. <laughs> yeah, he gets around. Um, so yeah, let me, let me play the clip of the uh, airport. Yeah. So. How much did premium your penance? They offered me 100 grand. You want to know something? When I found out I'd get my hands on you, I said I'd do it for nothing. Hey, hold it. I'll be back, Benny. John! I'll be ready, John. This guy's a terrible actor. <laughs> <laughs> this is a guy's a terrible actor, absolutely. Also, I I didn't realize that I'll be back was before Terminator. Oh yeah. Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize that. And they managed just to work it into every movie that he did. Fine with it. Ever. <laughs> That's the only line he can read properly. That's right. <laughs> he, has a tattooed a in his, he has it tattooed on his hand. Oh, that was my line. So when um so they're walking uh they're walking John to his uh to his plane and we meet Sully and Sully is just an asshole. He also uh he played uh the guy from the Warriors. Yep. Warriors come out and play. That's also, the guy? Yeah, that's, that's the, the guy. guy. Oh, shit. Also, the teacher uh, in Malcolm X, who was a piece of shit in that movie. Yep. <laughs> oh, shit. That guy? Yes, that's the same guy. Yeah. Wow. That he's guy been, in a, a, lot he's been a lot of movies. He was in License to Kill, Bond Connection. As what? What? At, he was, uh, he was uh, Sanchez's like, right hand, like his oh, numbers guy. Oh, you're fucking right. Oh, my yeah. God. You're fucking blowing my mind, man. <laughs> that was the uh, very first Bond movie I saw in the theater. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm sorry. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> I know. What a terrible choice. My dad took me to see it. I'll never forget fucking seeing Timothy it. Fucking Timothy Dalton? Yeah. yeah. Wow. That was Bond for me when I was a kid. It was Dalton. Oh, <laughs> shit. Good Lord. So um, I actually think that was the first Bond movie I saw in theaters, too. Wow. Mm. Thank you for sharing that bond with me. <laughs> <laughs> Bazinga. So, um, I believe you have a clip of uh, Sully and John. Yes. So, you and Bennett met in the service. Eh? And me and Enriquez is in the service, too. Yeah, nothing like old war buddies. Well, have a nice trip, huh? Take care. Oh, here. Have some beers in Valverde Matrix. It'll give everyone a little more time with your daughter. You're a funny guy, Sully. I like you. That's why I'm going to kill you last. That's that's a fucking epic ass line. It is. Uh, only because later. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't like Sully's comment. Like, it gives people more time with your daughter. Oh, that's creepy. He's a, yeah, she's eleven. <laughs> yeah, hey, what dude, the fuck, like, what the fuck is wrong fuck with you? Doing? Like, yeah. granted, in twenty years, it's gonna be uh, <laughs> totally cool and kosher. But right now, dude. Yeah. Well, Sol- Sully would go on to prove himself as a sleaze bag <laughs> and very quickly. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so they get on the plane, and black guy is is supposed to be guarding uh, John. And they black guy s- with a pith ha- helmet on, <laughs> <or> pith hat. <laughs> so a fucking idiot. So he sits. They sit down, and and Arnold asks for a, a blanket and and a pillow, and then he proceeds to kill the guard by giving him just like an epic ass elbow that apparently breaks. It. He gives him an elbow and then fucking seated, yeah, like, <laughs> right, right, <laughs> from the shoulders. <laughs> 
which is hard to do. And then breaks his neck. Yeah, yeah. His snap. Neck. Yeah, he <laughs> didn't. He didn't kill him with the hit. He um, then leaned over and amazed. Amazingly, no one else him. on the plane. No one notices. No. Right. Yeah. And then no he elbows the fuck out of this guy. Right. <laughs> or broke his neck. But that that was a little more subtle. Like the elbow was the was the thing that should have drawn some attention. It was a mistake. So I was trying to tell him to put his tray table uh, to the upright position, and uh, and and, and this and this is the scene where we get our first of many dude, awesome th- one-liners. Dude, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but this scene is fucking ridiculous. Everything about this is ridiculous. Yeah. So he says, so he's and so the stewardess comes over and he's, oh, don't don't bother my friend here. He's dead tired. I'm like ah, oh, puns. I get puns. I get it. So then it's because he's dead, right? <laughs> <laughs> so then. Uh, so then he he proceed he's got to find a way off this plane. So what better way to get off a plane that's taking off <laughs> going to 400 miles an exactly, hour? Exactly, <laughs> like lifting off of the ground than to just jump off that bitch. Like you know what? But once again, much like crashing the car, he just gets right up. The second his body hits the ground, it's like, oh, I'm up. I gotta get this fucking blazer off. He fell into a marsh. Hold on, here's the thing. (laughs) He fell a thousand feet out of that fucking. He is fucking dead. (laughs) They don't even. They show his like corpse body falling for two seconds before they cut to him. Like, like, oh, my suit is undone. Climbing out of that shit. Like the fall was so dangerous, they couldn't get a stunt man to do it. They they (laughs) couldn't do that. It was a dummy. (laughs) (laughs) A lifeless fucking dummy (laughs) off a plane. He's fine. Walk it off, John. And then just fucking gets up. Like, ah, whatever. Dude, they didn't even give it, like, he didn't struggle to get up at all. He was just like, all right, well, interesting. And then just ran across the airport. He he led in that thicket of of, of marsh weeds. Yeah, because none of that would have been the blow. Yeah, none of that would have impaled his his skin. What the fuck? The shot of Matrix standing on the landing gear of the plane as it races down the runway was shot by constructing the wheel section of a plane and attaching it by hydraulics to the side of a crane. Oh. I hope so. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, for real. Thanks, I, Internet. But but also, at the same time, if you would have told me, they actually had him <laughs> hanging on that, I'd be like, all right, yeah, also fine. believe you. Just hold on real tight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Say, I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loudly. So John synchronizes his watch to count down 11 hours. He's got 11 hours to save... Um, to save Jenny before they find out that he got away. Sweet Timex, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That was... I used to have one of those. Mm -hmm. Loved it. Uh, Meanwhile, fucking Sully is is chatting up uh, a flight attendant named Cindy. Was she a flight attendant? Oh, I just thought she was... She was a flight attendant training to be a pilot. Yeah, training Uh, to be a pilot. How convenient. Yes, how convenient. Uh, (laughs) And he's, he's following her. Like, he's like... He's like, hey, you oh, know. You oh, played played by the way by Ray Don Chong, Tommy yeah, Chong's which, daughter. Which that what fucking, that yes. fucking name, Ray Don Chong. I mean, I, <laughs> amazing, and Tommy Chong's daughter. Yeah, equally amazing. She's very attractive. She's also incredibly annoying. In this movie, yes, point, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, she is. So, but speaking of annoying, Sully is just like, hey, you know. Let's go fuck. And I'm like, and she's like, uh, no. So, and she starts walking. Well, and you're white. And, and, and. Two, you're a foot shorter than I am. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and, Two and strikes, guys. So she's walking, and he's just like, hey. He's like fucking Pepe Le Pew. Yeah, and dude, she's it's like really that, creepy. And she's like that poor cat just trying to get the fuck out of there before, before she gets raped. Hey, look, she wanted it. Look what she was wearing, a flight attendant. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he, Sully follows her to her car, and um, 
and his car is just conveniently parked like right, right across, <laughs> right, right there. Meanwhile, John is following them, and John uh, comes up from behind on Sydney or Cindy, and says, "I'm not going to hurt you. Uh, I need you to follow this guy. So get in your car, and I'm going to get in the car with you." Where he and, proceeds, and he like, opens the fucking door <laughs> and rips out the seat. <laughs> He's that big, guys. What? He rips out the fucking seat. With then, super, with 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 the greatest of these, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, who needs this seat? Right, and so he gets in the thing, nah. and, and I assume, I assume he gets, I assume he ripped out the seat so that he wouldn't be seen. I, I think, in in retrospect, I think that is what happened. But I, he still is seen because he's like six two. I feel in like a Miata. I feel like I feel like he ripped the seat out because he's just too big for that tiny little car. <laughs> I, I don't think it I don't think it was really like, hey, let's hide and be stealthy. I think he was just like, I'm fucking big and this car is tiny. I need as much I need the floorboards to hold me up. Um so yeah, from there they, they chase Sully down to a mall. She was really bad at inconspicuously tailing people. Like the worst. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you, should, you shouldn't draw directly. Yeah, you shouldn't draw attention to yourself like like terribly weaving through traffic when you're trying to tail somebody. Sully was too into himself to he notice. Was. <laughs> Apparently, and a fucking yellow Porsche. I look. Unless you drive a cab, you better not have a yellow car. I hate I, yellow cars. Uh, my I dad, want, my favorite have. car of all time. Yeah, tell, tell us how you hate Jack's dad. Go ahead. <laughs> 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 my dad owned a '74 Mach One Mustang, and it was yellow with black racing stripes and a black interior. Yeah. All right, badass. that's different. Like if it's if it's like he's a Porsche. That's yeah, a no, no, no. Look, no, I'm not defending black, it. <laughs> like it. Like Martin Lawrence's Porsche in Bad Boys is the ultimate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not a fucking yellow. Well, that's because this guy's a crazy taxi. Porsche. <laughs> crazy taxi. Like, get out of here, Sully. Fuck you, <laughs> Sully. So let me like just let me just Sully. say this. They go to the mall. So, this movie's idea of what a mall is and the the stores in it is very odd to me. Now maybe it's because I wasn't in my twenties in the eighties, but did malls in the eighties have like? Like a seedy restaurant with like a full bar inside that's like like a, a dirty TGI Fridays. It's <laughs> very weird. Like a like an airport. Like yeah, an airport it was very fucking odd. I was like, that doesn't exist in malls. I mean, I when I went to Cleveland once, I went to Tower City Mall, and that has like a Morton Steakhouse in the mall, which is odd. Like not attached to it, but actually inside the mall. That's okay, that weird. is weird. Yes, yeah, so maybe it's, maybe it's just a local thing here that that's not. Like that, I don't know. Or maybe Cleveland sucks. Or Cleveland sucks. Yeah, that's also possible. There's a song called Cleveland Rocks that I guess would uh, would speak to the uh, country. I believe it's called Cleveland Kicks Walks. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's rude. Sorry, Cleveland uh, listeners. There aren't any. They don't have internet out there. Um, <laughs> they don't. So, so when John explains uh, that my daughter is kidnapped and, he is, and this, this man is the only one who would be able to find me, so, so, and that's how he read God, it too. Just, just like, like it. it. That's exactly are how Arnold, it. are you in the room? <laughs> that's exactly how he read it. That's exactly how he said it. And and she, so she, he he tells her to go in there and flirt with him, lure him out here, and I'll do the rest. So she goes in. She sees a mall cop and is like, "This fucking big ass German dude is crazy and he's manic and he's about to, he's about to, he's uh, you need to take care of this shit." So the, the mall cop goes, is like, he looks at him, 
Calls for backup. Yeah, know. dude. <laughs> Look. Can't handle the show, man. We got a guy out here, <laughs> and I'm going to need some backup. And so he finds the skinniest ass <laughs> black mall cop <laughs> talking to two white girls. Yeah, yeah. You want to see me You want to see me kick some ass? Yeah, okay, dude. Whatever. Um, do, you, do you have that? Uh, I have the scene right after, which okay. is uh, the black mall cop then comes over, sees Arnold Schwarzenegger from a distance, and says the following. All units. Emergency on a theater level. Suspect, six foot two, brown hair. He's one gigantic motherfucker. <laughs> That's one of my one of my favorite uh, readings of the word motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. This is the uh, same mall they used in Terminator 2, by the way. So this Was is it really? why there are no cops in Terminator 2 trying to stop fact. the Terminator because they're like, fuck that. We yeah. saw that guy. We saw what happened. <laughs> and Jay, I hate to be the one he to tell you, but, that, robot but that, uh, that black cop looks looks kind of like you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, 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 I really don't appreciate which that. Which means, coincidentally, he looks kind of like me, but black. Is that yeah, also true? Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. also true. Damn it. Sorry, Jack. He insulted us both, sir. Yeah, <laughs> you by proxy. You can yeah, stop know, right? So instead of trying to explain the situation, uh, John Matrix decides to just beat the shit out of every cop <laughs> yeah, exactly. that comes. Hey, buddy, what are you doing here? Ah, I'm just going to kick the shit out of you. And I mean, like, it's like an endlessly spawning, like, Call of Duty style. You have to make it to the checkpoint before we stop coming, like, stream of cops that come in. Uh, and he's chasing Sully at the same time. So he takes some sort of streamer or some sort of balloon. Uh, okay, I don't know what the fuck was going on that's there. That's in the mall. Yeah, Sully, Sully's trying to get to a phone because he realized, obviously now, Matrix is not on the plane, and he needs to call <laughs> He needs to call home to give them a heads up. Yeah, well, didn't work out for him, did it? No. <laughs> and so, so he sees him, uh, uh, John sees Sully from across the mall, <laughs> and he proceeds to grab... <laughs> Of a, a, a balloon of some sort and Tarzan his way over uh, across the uh, mall to to try and get Sully. Uh, I have to say, it couldn't have been more obvious that that wasn't Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> if they tried. <laughs> it's like Steve Jones. Like, come on. So Sully makes it to a phone booth and John <laughs> sees it. <laughs> and and John instead of John is is. First, he grabs the phone booth and he's shaking that shit like a goddamn vending machine stole his, stole his money, right? And he realizes, ah, oh, this is not working. So he fucking picks up the phone booth. He picks up the fucking phone booth with Sully sure. in it. And with Sully in the thing. And That's fucking like, what, a good 800 pounds? I mean, I, I mean yeah, Sully's got to be 120, yeah. 130 pounds. The phone booth itself has got to be four, four or five pounds, four or five hundred pounds, probably. Right? You think? What booth? the fuck, dude? Like, he just—he basically—he basically like picked it up. Yeah, let's did the torture rack like Lex, <laughs> L- Le- Lex Luger, and then fucking tossed it. It was amazing. His bodybuilding days actually came in handy in that that particular moment. It's like okay, he kind of squatted it a little bit. You know, it's fucking insane. Absolutely oh my insane. God. Um. So of course Sully, uh, Sully somehow gets away. He should have been just sh- shaken to death. Um, he gets away and he gets to his car and he drives off. And Arnold jumps back in the uh, one seater that he came in uh, to the mall in, and he drives off after him. Uh, of course, um, Cindy. Cindy says, "Oh!" She starts yelling for him, like, "Don't leave me! Oh my God, you're stealing my car!" So he stops, God knows why, and picks her up and. 
then she proceeds to do something that Mike and I completely independently of each other notice, which is she proceeds to recap exactly <laughs> what happened. Please, like, tell me, please tell me you clipped this. I did. Oh, Uh, this view, this between her and Vernon Wells, this movie is so wonderfully overacted. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> but why did they feel the need to recap exactly what happened in the last five minutes of the movie? <laughs> also, I I I probably helped you find your daughter. No, you didn't. Yeah, no, no, you didn't. No, she's still missing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's not true. Um, Jack, you found some interesting things about uh, the movie. Some little uh, little trivia. I'm gonna save it for the end. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's for right. the end. All right. I did find some interesting trivia, but I'm going to save it. All right. So, uh, so they're on the chase for selling now. There's there's a, a car chase, and uh, eventually the um, eventually John gets his hands on Sully, um, quite literally, <laughs> as Sully uh, Sully is run off the road by John, and then John <laughs> that was the his- that was the worst like chase scene. How, oh, yeah. how did he bump him in the other side of the, like? He, he he's bumped him on the he bumped him on, on the driver's side on the driver's side and then the driver's side was the side that was on the ground. Yes. <laughs> I was like, no, that's not how that would work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they were like, fuck it, the car's already up. Just, and going. she also, I just want to note that she watches him like brutally murder someone, and she's still like, I'm good. We can. <laughs> no, she doesn't see. She doesn't see what happens to Sully. Doesn't she? No, because she asks. She says, I let him go. That's right. So, so, yeah. So, he basically interrogates Sully. Uh, He grabs a hotel, a motel key from him. Um, And while he is interrogating Sully, he's he's interrogating Sully like fucking Batman would interrogate somebody. (laughs) Swear to me! By literally literally holding Sully by one ankle (laughs) with one arm. Over a fucking cliff. Uh, <laughs> sir, it was his weaker arm. That's the trade. <laughs> Is that true? That's what he says. That's what he says, yeah. And and it leads to uh, one of the one of the great uh, callbacks in the film. The best line in the movie. Absolutely. Yeah. I kiss my ass. I can't hear you. I'll say it a little louder than get fucked. This loyalty is very touching. But it is not the most important thing in your life right now. But what is important is gravity. I have to remind you, Sally. This is my weak arm. You can't kill me, Matrix. You need me to find your daughter. Where is she? I don't know. But cook those. I'll take you where I'm supposed to meet her. But you won't. Why not? Because I already know. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's right, Matrix. You did. I lied. <laughs> so much overacting. <laughs> uh, good. Oh, Sully deserved God. to die. I'm sorry. It had to happen. Yeah. Nobody liked him. No. Fuck that guy. <laughs> that guy never plays a good guy. Ever. Oh, of course not. He's too smarmy. Yeah, he really, <laughs> really, really is. Uh, so, Good times. So they find the motel that uh, this the is, this key is, comes from. This is after Matrix pushes the Porsche back onto, back onto its <laughs> wheels. 
from from the side. Yeah, yeah. just yeah, yeah fuck <laughs> it. Like it's nothing. <laughs> ah, it's just a dent. And just also, <laughs> it's just a Porsche. Let me just flip it over. <laughs> I don't think I could have put. I don't think I could push a Porsche over like on the side like that. I think I'd have to like really fucking throw my back into it, like jump yeah. and like push. Yeah, he literally just like walks like, up to it, like yeah. <laughs> well, you can't you can't just push it like you're pushing a door like like John Matrix did in this fucking movie. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. Maybe he if should, I had some knitted chainmail, he should just picked up a tree out of the ground and clubbed it back on it. Right. On <laughs> Jesus, he's the closest to Paul Bunyan we've had in real life. <laughs> so they flip the Porsche over and proceed to steal the second car in this movie, and um, they drive to the motel. And they start looking for clues. And then all of a sudden, they hear a knock at the door. And it is uh, 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 Bill Duke's character, whose name is Cook. And they proceed to get in uh, into a bit of a scuffle. And um, there's another great line. that This, this line just, just makes me just <laughs> makes me smile. You scared, motherfucker? Well, you should be. Because this green beret is going to kick your big ass. I ate green berets for breakfast. And right now I'm very hungry. I can't believe this macho bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like that. I feel like I eat green berets for breakfast did not need to be followed up with. And I'm very hungry. <laughs> yeah, like it didn't have to be so on the nose. Uh, like, Stand out line for me is the one that makes me happy that the movie is incredibly self-aware. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. This and the exchange after this, I don't know if you got the clip, but this was the right after that's the fuck you asshole, fuck you asshole. These guys eat too much red meat. Yeah, these guys eat too much red meat. Can I mention uh, also that she's Tommy Chong's daughter? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we yeah. mentioned that. Yeah. We mentioned that earlier. I, I just this is a perfect time for it because she's just looking up at him from the floor, and it almost looks like Tommy Chong. <laughs> it's so weird. I never. That's so funny. I never knew that. Yep. I had no idea. This is a great. This is a great scene, and it looks like the most horrible intercut fighting ever, too, because it's just like back to back, and so you clearly can't see the distances between the two guys. But like but did you guys notice? Haymakers. Did you guys notice? <laughs> Seriously, did you notice what was going? So the fight spills into another. Oh, room. titties! Yeah. yeah, yes, I did. Not, yeah. not only titties, they were filming that shit. <laughs> oh shit! I never oh, noticed I the camera. Notice really? there's, what? A, there's a tripod in there. And they're really? fucking filming a fucking uh, porno. That's really like, that's awesome. A, like it's amazing. Like what the fuck? <laughs> oh, I, I, did, I didn't notice that. I did notice that the white kid in the bed has like an afro and looks totally out of place. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. I didn't notice that. Yeah. So it's like all of a sudden they're like, oh yeah, like they're fucking getting it on, and all of a sudden it's just bam, these <laughs> two big ass dudes. All of a sudden it turns into a very different kind of porno. <laughs> <Yeah>. also, <laughs> also inexplicable the fact that these two people that were fucking. Like you're witnessing this fight that's going to result in someone dying, and they don't call the cops. They don't call the cops. <laughs> they <laughs> They're like, well, uh, that Bill Duke guy seemed to have it coming. So <laughs> oh, yeah. he looks pretty. He looks like a villain. Yeah, he looks like a villain. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> so once Cook is dead, uh, they hold, hold on before we before we go there, dude. The sound effects of punching in this movie and and of like gunshots. It sounded like Bill Duke had a hand cannon, <laughs> and it was like a thirty-eight. <laughs> like, is he carrying like Harry, uh, like Dirty Harry's gun around? Like, what the fuck is going on? This absolutely ridiculous. Go ahead. So uh, after that, they think they know where uh, Jenny is. So then uh, apparently the Porsche wasn't good enough, so they decided to take Bill Duke's Cadillac. 
Which is really inconspicuous and like mint green. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> no like one's a, ever going to notice that car. Fucking big ass turquoise uh, convertible fucking white wall <laughs> tires. Like, Jesus Christ, man. Um, so, so they take his Cadillac and John says, well, we got to go. You know, we got we have to do, go to shopping. And they decide to gear up. Oh, you, sk- you skipped over when they found out where the island was. They went, they went to that fuel depot. Oh, yeah, where there's conveniently, like, this yeah. is a picture of a plane. This must be the plane they used to get to the island. <laughs> yeah, like, I bet this, like, I bet it would take about two hours to get there yeah. and takes exactly 250 gallons yep. of gasoline to make it. Just, wow, really? just, just They just happen to have the coordinates for the island yeah. just, like, sitting around. I, I love how <laughs> they had the map there. The island was circled, and then they, he does the longitude and latitude, and then circles the island again. I was like, it's already circled. We already told you where it was. I was like, what the fuck? It's already laid out for you, Arnold. So, so they have to they have to gear up to go to this to to this island, and they they so John drives to a a sunny surplus or some shit like that. It was Surplus City in California. It's actually a real store. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Do they sell the shit that they sell? No, them? not the hidden back room. That was so, added um, so, for the movie. So this place is <laughs> like, it has, it has tactical gear and, you know, handguns. So they got to get into this place because it's after hours. <laughs> so all of a sudden, cut to John Matrix and a fucking bulldozer. <laughs> Where did he get it? Where did he get a fucking a, bulldozer? I think from across the street. There's like what a, the I, fuck I, is a bulldozer doing? Just sitting. I think I could be wrong. With I keys, think there in was it. a construction lot. The key, the keys part is a little bit more. Oh, you know, here's a funny story. When I was a kid, I grew up in like a neighborhood surrounded by construction, and one day we stole a bulldozer, and they did leave <laughs> the keys in it. Was it, was it wow. in the sun visor? That's a true story. No, but they were in the ignition. <laughs> that's awesome. We got pretty far before the cops came. Oh my god. <laughs> That's a true story. Speaking of cops showing up, the cops show up. Because, yeah, naturally. You know, there so, might be some well, No, hold on, hold on. You're glossing over the shopping. <laughs> the, the shopping. He buy, buys... Buys. <laughs> in quotes. He, he picks up a few items for the road. One of which is a rocket launcher. And a few... like He, he picks what? up probably like four assault rifles, two shotguns, a variety of handguns, grenades, claymore mines. I can tell you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I can hey, actually you tell like you. To buy some gr- oh, do you have the shopping I, list? I have the list here. A Valmet M78 light machine gun, an Uzi submachine gun, a Remington Model 870 combat shotgun, a Desert Eagle automatic pistol, an M60 E3 belt-fed machine gun, and an M16A1 assault rifle with grenades and the rocket launcher. <laughs> God and ready to go, damn. and a partridge <laughs> in a pear tree, and the Russian ballistic knife that he uses later on, yep. and uh, some other crazy <laughs> combat knives, and boots and flippers. Yeah, <laughs> why did he have the flippers? He yeah, he didn't need them. He, he didn't end up needing them. No, no, you're right. He actually didn't. Yeah, that's right. Oh my god! Hilarious. Like that scene. I was like, what kind of story? He made that? some good choices. I'm Apparently, this, this scene is necessary because when they do the the one shot for the poster later on in the movie, like you need uh-huh. to have him putting all the, equipping all this yes. shit. So. And actually, the image I'm using for this episode is him holding oh, fantastic. <laughs> him That's holding the, the rocket use. launcher. Like. That's the one to use. That actually is a real um, combat vest worn by the Air Force too. Yeah, yeah. Well, shit, it better be. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, my, my guess is they made that one special for the big and tall section. Motherfucker <laughs> 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 is gigantic in this movie. Uh, so the one realistic thing about this movie is that if you break into a sunny surplus or a surplus city with a fucking bulldozer, <laughs> I don't give a fuck what time of night it is. Somebody's going to hear that shit. 
and the cops come. Unrealistic. Somehow, Cindy manages to not get arrested <laughs> while loading up the car. No, <laughs> yeah, and she drives across the street as soon as she sees the cops coming, and they're like, she must not be affiliated with this. <laughs> yeah, and she's black. She got away from the cops. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Uh, come on. So he gets arrested and hauled off in a ginormous paddy wagon. And <laughs> yeah, like for eight Arnold Schwarzeneggers. Right, or one Hulk. <laughs> what the fuck? And, and uh, the cops are driving along, so she has a plan. And she, she drives up beside the cops. The cops are like, hey, look, it's a hooker. Like, what? what? Why would you just assume that? <laughs> that is fucking offensive. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, hooker? All right, all right whatever. Mean, meanwhile, she's driving an open-top convertible. They don't see all of the army supplies yeah. in the back seat. Yeah. Like the rocket launcher <laughs> sitting back there. So she really t- cracked team of cops. You guys, <laughs> she falls behind, picks up the rocket launcher, and she <laughs> fires it at the paddy wagon. No, and no, first actually, she, she backwards. Blo- <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, she blo- <laughs> that's right. She shoots it backwards. Collateral damage. Fuck. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but Superman can't do it. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but And so she realizes, she finds the side that says this side up and points it in the right direction and shoots the the uh, SWAT truck. Thankfully hitting it in the bottom because what if she just hit the back yeah, and exploded his ass all over the parking lot? <laughs> uh, exactly. She didn't aim at the bottom. She aimed forward and the missile spiraled down. Yeah, exactly. To the bottom, to the bottom she got of the really truck. fucking lucky. <laughs> she somehow beat physics. <laughs> Great job. Must she be one of those new rubber-seeking missiles. <laughs> yeah, that they <laughs> hey, they're, they're new on the market, guys. They're only sold at Surplus City. Oh, hilarious. So, she so Arnold gets sprung. She frees him, and they they eventually find a seaplane. Oh, another fantastic line when she frees him, too, because he goes up to us, he's like, he, oh, what did you learn to do that? I read the directions. No, you didn't fucking dummy. Otherwise, you would have shot it backwards <laughs> yeah, in the first exactly. place. <laughs> You're a fucking liar is what you are. <laughs> you know, but this this moment actually lends to something that happened in 80, 80s movies uh, all too often. At, for some reason, in like 10 o'clock at night, there are no humans on, on the, the street route. in California. No hu- none. In San Diego. Yeah, there are none. I live there. People still drive at night, guys. Like, it's like there are no people on the road. They're like, oh, it's dark. Fucking get off the road. It's like people with rocket launchers start driving around. Like, no one is on the road. It's so Isn't that what happens in California? I just, well, not they, where I live. But they don't. They don't mention that on the commercials. I yeah, guess. exactly. Like, Come to California. You can't drive at night. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, shit. Oh. So they. Um, so they escape. They're yeah, free. They they, they get uh, to a seaplane. I forget how they do it. And Cid, Cindy's in a car. <laughs> Cindy's trying to Cindy's trying to start the thing, and Arnold just fucking hits it, and it starts. And here, and uh, also before that, he one hands an Uzi at these motherfuckers driving yeah. up with assault rifles, <laughs> which from like three hundred yards away. Spoiler <laughs> alert: This would not be the next, the last time he one hands yeah. a rifle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus Christ! A much a much more powerful rifle yeah. than an Uzi. <laughs> the most ineffective, like, horribly inaccurate weapon of all time. And he's just like, at the end, he just stitches them both right across the chest. (laughs) Perfect. He's a superhero. superhero. So they take the, they take the seaplane and they fly to uh, the island and it takes a couple hours to get there. Two hours. And and when they get there, oh, oh, wait, hang on. Hold on. There is a, there's a scene, uh, intercut with, um, Bennett talking to, uh, the main bad guy. And uh, it's ridiculous, as most things are in this fucking movie. 
Slitting a little girl's throat is like cutting warm butter. That accent is so Put the knife so away and shut your mouth. I like how nonchalant that it is in this scene coming up, by the way. <laughs> I love listening to your little piss-end soldiers trying to talk tough. They make me laugh. If Matrix was here, he'd laugh too. Mr. Bennett, my soldiers are patriots. Your soldiers are nothing. Matrix and I could kill every one of them in the blink of an eye. Remember that. Are you trying to frighten me? I don't have to try. When Matrix finishes the job, he'll be back for his daughter. Now, whether she's alive or dead, doesn't matter. Then he'll be after you. Now, the only thing between Matrix and you is me. It is you that is afraid, Mr. Bennett. You are afraid of Matrix. Of course. I'm smart. But I have an edge. I have his daughter. God, dude, you're chewing up so much fucking scenery. In this. <laughs> he really does. Yeah. Um, smart. Also, before they get to the island, there's there's a scene that, and this is a scene that usually ends up on the cutting room floor because it's completely inconsequential to the rest of the movie, where they get spotted by an aircraft, air traffic control from the military. And the scene's only notable because it randomly has a cameo from Bill Paxton. Yeah, like, <laughs> why are you in this movie? Exactly. Game over, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Oh, all right. <laughs> He's not going to help out or anything? All right, well, I don't know why this was in it. Somebody just got paid. Yep. Um, <laughs> and that was the only reason. Um, so when they get to the island, look, I have never, I have never <laughs> loaded up a lot of weapons well, and taken over an island. Well, hold, hold on, hold on. Go, go for it. When they get to the island, I keep calling Kim. Matrix is, for some reason, in a fucking speed. That, no, that's what I was going to say. Oh, like, okay. like, I've never taken over an island with weapons, but I'm pretty sure getting there, you could wear pants. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was so gratuitous. Like, have you noticed my muscles? Yeah, motherfucker, we noticed. You're like, right, 300 dude. pounds. And then he's rowing, and he's like, blah, blah. <laughs> Look at right, my back. He's, right, he's, he's flex rowing. Yeah, <laughs> it also, wasn't even necessary for yeah. It wasn't even necessary yeah, also, for the row. He's yeah. like, it wasn't even necessary to do it because like he pulls up on a beachhead. Why couldn't you just pull the plane up to the beachhead? <laughs> right. I just I the plane is pretty fucking loud. They yeah. would have heard it. <laughs> yeah, it, it made no sense. And he's like, now 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 that I'm on the island and vulnerable. I better put it on pants. It's like, <laughs> okay, well that's well, something. Why 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 was he in? Why because was he in like I thought he was gonna dive in the water. That would have made more sense, especially because right. he had the flippers. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like he's just like, I, this is my package. <laughs> I'll take a look at it. Like, come on, that was the only reason. It's hilarious, <laughs> absolutely hilarious. So um, for everybody in this movie, he makes it to the beach, gears up. Yes, and with the most epic. Like, montage. Gear up. <laughs> Let montage. me tell you how heavy all that shit is. By the this, way, this 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 gear up scene is the source for all of any action movie spoof that would come after to do hot fuzz yeah, similar hot scene. Fuzz yeah. shots part dude yep yeah yeah hot fuzz and did hot the same fuzz, thing, yep. yeah they did it yep 
But yeah, you know what? He's heavy, dude. He's strapping on like he a thousand is. rounds of ammunition <laughs> and fucking like four, five guns and fucking knives and grenades and, and, a, and clay- a claymores. He's yeah. got like eight fucking claymores. And a rocket launcher for good it's measure. like, dude, there's <laughs> no way. He just carries the rocket launcher around like a fucking purse and he's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, guys. No big oh, deal. God. So at this point, the, the movie turns into the game Far Cry 3. <laughs> Where John is literally doing every like someone from Ubisoft looked at this movie and said, "We could fucking make a game out of this," and and like he's he's looking at he's liberating garrisons for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're totally right. <laughs> so uh, the villain uh, Arius uh, uh, finds out that John wasn't on the plane, uh, and he tells Bennett to go kill Jenny. Uh, John is fucking doing what John does. And Killing everything. Yes. <laughs> um, Bennett goes for Jenny, but he finds out that Jenny has escaped. And there is literally a mo- there's a montage of John just literally going commando. Okay. <laughs> with with scenes including um, <laughs> throwing saw blades like frisbees. Yeah. Okay. Let's not gloss over that because it's it's literally one of the most ridiculous <laughs> things in this movie. <laughs> he he kills. I, I would assume about 50 people at that point. He's just running and shooting from the hip <laughs> With wildly. one arm. <laughs> with one arm. Everywhere with an assault rifle. Also yeah. awesome, as he's doing this, like he's aiming forward. Like they're not bothering to recut the shots at all. No, no, no. So he's aiming forward. Meanwhile, you see guys on rooftops. And they're doing like that one guy that does like, uh, you think like he's just supposed to explode, but he's like, fuck it, I'm in the, I'm in the gymnastic uh, arena. And he just does like a, a quarter gainer flip. And like, it's amazing. Like, what the F? They, did, they didn't care at all. Also, when at he all. blows up all those buildings with claymores, if you watch that shot, like they it's very clearly dummies. Dummies just standing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just standing <laughs> exactly. there. Well, they're, they're miniatures. Yeah, they're miniatures. No, they're mu- they're like I think they're real-sized dummies when they blow up those buildings. Oh no, they keep they, they cut between there's a miniature sh- there's an obvious like miniature shot right, and right. then the actual like they show like Arnold running away from it and the yeah, buildings yeah. are actually exploding. Oh, as man, well. so bad. <laughs> yeah, cuz when the building explodes, <laughs> they just sort of fall flat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> straight up bonk bonk. Yeah, I died. That's, it. That's all I got for you. It's like, wow. Meanwhile, that one guy with the flip is like, put me in there, coach. <laughs> also, my, my other favorite action movie trope is the inability to need to aim grenades. Like, literally, it's just chuck and th- like throw, yeah. like pull and throw. And it's, it doesn't matter where it goes. You're going to blow up at least two people. But then, <laughs> before he goes in the hut with all the saw blades, a grenade explodes below him, like at his feet. And he like flies away and it like tore his pants. He's just like, he had like, shirt. He had like a like, oh. You gotta get this shirt you off. You gotta get this shirt off. It's on fire. It's on fire. Everything's fine. Everything's cool. It's so hot on this. Yeah, island. he's not even hurt at all. A grenade exploded at his feet, and he's like, "No." I think he, I think he had like barely a cut. Yeah. Honestly, like, oh, 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 it's bleeding. Yeah. He had uh, more black fucking face paint all over his body than, right. than blood. Oh god. Jesus so, so then he, of course, gets infamously cornered in a farmhouse of some sort a shed a shed <laughs> and he's like oh shit i don't have any weapons of course there's no dialogue during this like 15 minutes like just people are just being mowed down and they 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 sort of like the camera sort of pans around to like hey what's he gonna use to get out of here and it's there's a pitchfork yep saw yep. blades yep. an axe and a machete and a machete <laughs> right thank you um and so the villains come come up to the. They surround this little shed. They shoot the shit out of the shed, right? <laughs> Never aiming up. I'm gonna say, when, like, whenever you, whenever you see around. this happen in movies, it's always just 
at, at like waist level. Yeah. That's it. Never low, never high. Just waist level. Like there's no he's he's standing, obviously. There's no way where this is gonna be unsuccessful. Yeah, there's no way he would ever think <laughs> Why don't we all just throw grenades in there and run away? No, that's too easy. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's just shoot randomly. Um, <laughs> it seemed to work for him. See, they tried that in Die Hard too, though, but then he ejected with Oh, that's right. That's, right. So. that's true. Um so at this point, they open they uh, the sad poor fuck who has to go open the door first. They're like, "Hey, uh, Enrique, uh, fucking go open that door." And he's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> so, so he goes. They send they send this guy in. He opens the door. He immediately gets a, a pitchfork in the chest. <laughs> and he goes down like a fucking from above. From, from above, above, yeah. Because well, hey, they didn't aim up. <laughs> he he goes down like a sack of fucking potatoes, <laughs> and then John John proceeds to jump down and use saw blades like ninja stars and scalps a dude on the outside <laughs> of the fucking shed. <laughs> The dude's head was just like, and he just fucking went down. I was like, wow, okay, that is a way to go. Must have been a Hattori Hanzo. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, he goes down, and then he then he grabs a guy, another poor son of a bitch who's in front of the shit. He grabs him by the arm and lops his arm off with the fucking, oh, no, I'm sorry. He hits a guy in the balls with an axe yeah. first. <laughs> That guy goes down, of course, Jesus Christ, because <laughs> that was needed. That guy goes down, and then he grabs another guy by the, by the arm and cuts his arm off basically at the elbow with a machete in glorious fashion. Now, doesn't he at one point like just have a couple of knives in his hand and just fucking underhand softball? That was earlier in the beginning, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah two oh, guys, yeah. one in the neck, one in the chest. <laughs> Perfect aim. <laughs> <laughs> fucking perfect. He didn't even like line it up. He was just like, yeah, that was okay. that was that was when he first started infiltrating oh, the compound. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Didn't, yeah, he didn't want to give away his position by all shooting. This, all this shit is just a fucking gory ass. <laughs> know, yeah, because right he had to set twenty uh, claymores that blow up two buildings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's why. Got to keep uh, stealth, bro. Yeah. The scene where he cut the guy's arm off with the machete. He was supposed to then hand him his arm back and say, "Need a hand." <laughs> yes, that <laughs> was awesome. Oh, my, my, my other favorite part when he when, during this entire action sequence as he's infiltrating. So he has the rocket launcher, right? So, like, as he knows his guys coming on, he throws it down, machines gun the shit out of him, picks it back up. Oh, shit, here's more guys. Throws it like, he's, like, moving, like, 20 feet at a time, basically, because he can't leave his rocket launcher behind. Well, hey, it's a, it's a solid weapon, man. It's a solid weapon. It only has two shots left, too, yeah. might I add. Yeah. So good. So, at this point, um, John is running around the compound, killing every Latino gentleman he finds on the island. And... So, uh, Arius sees him and uses that like futuristic machine gun to. Uh, <laughs> it's a Steyr Aug, also used by the uh, the blonde dude in Die Hard. Yes, um, there you go. Isn't that like a, a German or a Russian? It is. Weapon? It was designed for the German special forces. Yeah, it's kind of a. It, it looks like it's from the future. Like it really does. <laughs> it was. Very, it became very popular in the late eighties uh, action movies. Yeah. It was designed in the early eighties. Oh, well, makes sense. There you go. So uh, Arius uses that gun uh, and starts uh, shooting shooting at John, and of course, Arius is like at the top of a staircase in front of a large window, <laughs> which I couldn't remember where he was killed. But the second I saw he was saying, I was like, "Well, he's definitely going to get killed right in front of that window yeah. and fall out." And like all movie magic in the eighties, he does with four shotgun flashes. <laughs> yes, they keep running back to it. <laughs> it's buckshot, and he's hitting him perfectly in the chest from like fifty <laughs> yards away. 
Every every bit of, every every bit of the buckshot hits him. Every every inch of it. Every <laughs> little pellet smashes that dude. And it looks like it's so many pellets that it's probably birdshot, which just you're gonna be like, eh, from hey, fifty that, yards that, away you're like that tickled. That that was a tactical shotgun, so I'd I'd imagine his aim was increased. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> because he's Arnold. Well also, I mean, they're not gonna sell shit at surplus city. <laughs> <laughs> like, Get the fuck out of here, you crazy. Um, so from there, Micah, you oh, want to take over? One more thing also. Same mansion used in a Beverly Hills Cop finale. Oh, oh wow. Okay. They really didn't have a lot of money in the 80s. They were just like, <laughs> nope. We built two fucking sets. Right. Let's use everything. Same island name. Same mansion. Same mall. Everything. Excellent. Uh, Go for it, Micah. So... Uh, where are we? Aris dies. Um, yes. Yep. Time to find. I I can't I can't remember Bad how days. they got there, but Jenny runs into a boiler room of some she sort. She escapes from her prison room because she's so resourceful, like Ellie in The Last of Us, that she grabs like the door dismantles handle, dismantles the door handle, and yeah, uses yeah, it yeah, right, to yeah. ply the to ply the plank off. And of course, she escapes ten seconds before right Bennett before walks Bennett. in the room <laughs> and then hawks his way through the fucking wood <laughs> wall. <Just> <laughs> <laughs> well, she well she loosened it up for him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love I love that scene. He's just like, you little bitch. <laughs> yeah. like, 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 like like the fucking Kool Aid man. <laughs> uh, hey, Kool Aid. Well, that's how they end up in the boiler room. Okay, so they're they're in the uh, there and look, there's not much left. They're they're in the boiler room. Isn't there? <laughs> they're in the boiler room. Um, Bennett uh, basically gets a hold of Jenny. Um, Matrix finds them both, and I believe uh, Matrix starts taunting uh, him, taunting Bennett. So at first, Bennett uh, shoots Matrix. <laughs> I was going to call him the Matrix. Uh, <laughs> shoots Matrix in the uh, in the right shoulder, and uh, Matrix is hiding behind like a wall of some sort. And so uh, Matrix starts talking shit on him. Come on, Bennett. Oh wait, that chicken sheath gun. I just want to pull a trigger, put a knife in me, and look me in the eye, and see what's going on in there when you turn it. But that's what you want to do, right? John, come on, you can go. It's between you and me. Don't deprive yourself of some pleasure. Come on, Bennett. Let's party. I can beat you. I don't need the girl. I don't need the girl! <laughs> I don't need the gun, John. I can beat you. I don't need no gun! I gotta kill you now! Alright, so the audio the, the audio in that clip cannot do that scene justice because the facial expressions that the dude playing Bennett has are just Oh my god. <laughs> he fucking loses his shit. <laughs> it's oh. as if he knew this was going to be like his one his one movie, so he's just milking it for everything this that he can. This is his fucking moment, man. <laughs> he's like, you motherfuckers are going to remember me. He was in Mad Max 2 also. Wow. His only other villain moment. Jesus. But it was far did, he, did, he also have, did he also have crazy orgasm face? In I, that's exactly. <laughs> dude, I'm watching that and I'm like, the director must have told him, you want to kill John so much, you're coming in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? Action. He, he, <laughs> like, in fairness, he, w- he was in a uh, movie called Manosaurus. 
as well. Oh, so I don't know what that movie's about. Not but. surprised to hear that. <laughs> but like, like, like the facial contortions, like not even the part where he's like, like starts screaming at him, but just like as John starts taunting him and like his wheels start turning about, oh, I can actually kill him with his knife. Like you see his face just start to like <laughs> go between calm Bennett and and fucking crazy Bennett. Absolutely crazy. Oh my god. Um, so <laughs> they they begin to battle and. <laughs> The the epicness of this fight is so fucking awesome. Like, <laughs> dude, it's got it. This this once again setting the bar for other setting all the tropes up for other action movies. You're in a boiler room, <laughs> no guns, no time for chicken shit guns. I mean, you you gotta fight it out. Like, this is Death Warrant. It's the same fucking ending, <laughs> yes, which is. is which is a great movie. But except that uh, guy dies co- three fucking times yep. in a row. Yeah. Uh, well, co- that's true. He does. Yeah. Cobra also ended the same exact yeah, way. You're right. You're right. In the 80s, you could only fight the villain in a boiler room. <laughs> right. like, you had to. Like, there's got to be fire and I mean, hot. If, if you want, if you want to get technical Terminator 2 also in a steel yes. mill, basically I the think same sweat thing. and heat must be involved <laughs> yeah. so that the, the main guy has a reason to take off his shirt. Well, and yeah, you need you got to show those muscles. You can't show them in a fucking clean factory. That's not exciting. So, so, do, we, so do we have a rundown of everything that happens in this fight? Um, uh, I know you do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Go. So let's see. Uh, let's see. There's a giant furnace. Uh, Bennett manages to tear the door <laughs> off of the furnace and throw it at Arnold. Easily. Uh, yeah, easily, without without an issue. So then Arnold picks up the metal door to block a getting smashed with a fucking pipe <laughs> from Bennett. Uh, let's see. They both try and put each other in the fire. Uh, meanwhile, Benny has Bennett has the fucking craziest face ever as he's trying to shove Schwarzenegger <laughs> into the fire. Um, my favorite part is when Bennett gets kicked into like an yeah, electrical fence, electrocuted, which gives him <laughs> and sits there and, gets, and gets, <laughs> like screams, getting shocked for ten seconds, and then runs off the thing like M fucking Bison, beating <laughs> <laughs> the shit out of Matrix. That oh. made no sense. I was like, surely he would at least be winded from being electrocuted. Oh, it, it energized him, <laughs> much like the bullet trains from Tokyo oh. to Osaka. Yeah. Oh my so, god! So meanwhile, he's so he's kidney punching the shit out of Matrix, and he's about to fucking kill him. And so, oh, you have this? Yeah, I do. Okay. In fact have this. I feel good, <laughs> just like old times. You know what? Hold on, because <laughs> there, there, there's there's something I need to say before I play this again. Um, the amount of punches <laughs> that you hear after Arnold says some after Arnold says his famous line um, or line word. Listen to the amount of like <laughs> smashing and punching that goes on. Those are all Arnold hitting Bennett. What's it feel like to be a dying man? A dead man, John? Bullshit. John, I'm not going to shoot you between the eyes. I'm going to shoot you between the balls. So, if you've never seen the movie, uh, that last part is Arnold rips a piece of HVAC, an HVAC pipe off the wall, and throws it so hard <laughs> into that it tr- not only impales Bennett, but goes completely through him and into a fucking steam pipe. <laughs> <laughs> and a piece of HVAC, like, it's like, has like a foot diameter. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's fucking huge. 
<laughs> hey, look, this was all prophesized by him carrying that fucking tree around <laughs> in the beginning. The man has amazing strength. Oh, my God. Like a superhero. Um, so Bennett goes down. Obviously, <laughs> no one's coming back from that. Um, and much like every kung fu movie you've ever seen, he bleeds out of his mouth profusely. <laughs> and that's how you know he's dead. It's really watery blood, too. Like, it it's is. not thick at all. No, dude, 80s blood was like ketchup. It was fucking ridiculous. Um, so, of course, that scene was great. And so I guess there are no more uh, soldiers on that island because he just <laughs> he walks the f- every single <laughs> one. Yeah, he just walks the fuck out with Alyssa Milano. And with, they, with Alyssa Milano on his arm, like he's carrying a fucking flexing. trophy. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> his weak arm, I might add. Yeah, That's his le- that was his left arm. <laughs> that was his weak arm. Uh, so, of course, uh, the colonel from the beginning, uh, Kirby. Me- colonel Kirby, uh, or General Kirby. Major. Right? Major Kirby. Major General no, Kirby. General, General Kirby. Yeah, officer. His name is Kirby. He yeah. sucks yeah. and blows. And he has a giant <laughs> forehead. Yeah, he sucks and blows, just like Kirby. Um, so <laughs> he shows up finally at the fucking perfect time after everyone's dead. And uh, he delivers a um, pretty terrible line. But uh, Arnold comes back with, uh, with fury. Leave anything for us? Just bodies. I'd just like you to start off your unit again, and this John. Also leads All up it would take is you're coming back. Song. This was the last Ever. time. For love, of course we do. Oh, Amazing. Man. Oh, one of the worst oh. ending songs of all time. <laughs> that song really, uh, really put a cap on the, the epicness <laughs> of that battle. Yeah, written for this movie, by the way. Wow. Yep. <laughs> you know what? Good. Sure. Good. I would like to think that this song does not exist outside. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. <laughs> People were rocking, rocking to this fucking soundtrack. I would like to give you now the piece of trivia uh, that I told these two gentlemen earlier, but for you it'll be new. Um, so in 1986, a sequel was written by Stephen uh, D'Souza and revised by Frank Darabont with an eye to having John McTiernan direct. What? The it script gets better. was based on the book Nothing Lasts Forever by Roderick Thorpe, but Schwarzenegger wasn't interested in reprising the role. The script was then reworked with a new central character, eventually played by Bruce Willis and became Die Hard. No shit. No shit. So <laughs> Die Hard is Commando 2. So wow. now every time you watch Die Hard, you will hear Schwarzenegger saying his fucking lines. Oh my God. <laughs> Welcome to the potty pal. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is amazing. Oh, I man. cannot imagine Arnold Schwarzenegger saying yippee kaye, motherfucker. No shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what does this mean? Oh, Come to the coast. We'll have a few laughs. laughs. What is that? Oh, God. Oh, now, God. You, did ha- you, did have a, you also had a thing about uh, Vernon Wells as well. About oh, his casting. Yeah, Vernon Wells was not the original actor um, who played to, Bennett to play Bennett. He did audition for the role, but another actor got it. The other actor, who they don't say who it was, uh, was fired on the first day of filming. Thank God. And <laughs> Wells was hired. 
This is the reason that Bennett's clothes were so tight, because Wells was bigger than the original actor, and the production did not have time to make a new costume. <laughs> he couldn't have just given the guy a fucking shirt. <laughs> right. Also, he couldn't have just worn his own shirt. Yeah, they're like, no, no, no. You need to wear that crochet chain. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know what? You're key right. to the character. You're right. Oh. Uh, it, IMDb also notes that Arnold Schwarzenegger and Vernon Wells have remained close friends until this very day. Good. They should have. <laughs> all the fucking people in all the movies he's ever been in, he's friends with fucking Bennett from Commando. <laughs> awesome. As he should be. Awesome. As he fucking should be. Oh, oh man. All right. So that's it for uh, that's it for this episode, oh. uh, which was absolutely a blast. I really I really enjoyed doing this. It's everything I hoped it would be. In yes. Morning. So look for episode two, which will be next month, which will actually come sooner sooner than you think because we're off for a while so <laughs> when we come back we'll almost get right into it and that episode two will be Demolition Man Micah's yeah, personal favorite learn how to use the three shells before, yes. you, before you listen yeah. we'll, we'll explain you. We'll, we'll explain how to use the three seashells <laughs> that's true that's true. I can't wait. Yeah. Bated breath, yeah. my friend. You know what? It's funny because I totally can wait. <laughs> <laughs> disgusting. Oh, Jesus. All right, guys. We will see you later. Until see then. You. See you. All right. Bye. Because you woke up in the morning with the initiative to move, so I make it harder.